0: This is Make It Plain. M I P. With
2: Massimella Matsumal. Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get Woke.
3: Welcome
2: to another special edition of Make It Plain.
3: We're honored to have here with us
2: today one of our leaders in the civil rights struggle. She is the president emeritus of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. And she has founded a new organization in the past few years, the Transformative Justice Coalition, still working very hard. She um, is probably the most comprehensive um, individual we know when it comes to our voting rights and the obstacles that we continue to face all the little tricks and their intricacies and it gets complicated. Um, she perked my ears early in the year when she talked about when everybody was male in ballots, she pointed out how that's easier said than done, especially when it comes to African-Americans. So here we are three days out. What's up? How are things looking? We wanna hear all of this from her. Many of you know her, but for those of you not heard her before, get ready because she she talks like a preacher. It's a natural thing to 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 her. And, you know, when I was coming up in the ministers when I was a young man, they said, son, you have a calling on your life. They could tell that. We've said that to her. Uh so, but that's a whole nother conversation we'll get into. But you you'll see. You will see. She tore up Rev Jackson's town hall <laughs> this morning um and carried on. Some terrible. She is Attorney Barbara Arnwine. Barbara, God bless you. Welcome back to Make It Plain. It's been too long.
1: Well, thank you so much, Mark, for having me, and thank you for all the remarkable work you do. I have always moved when I'm looking around and watching things happen, how much you are in the center of those
3: things. Thank you for your leadership.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate you, you saying that, Barbara. Um, True. <laughs> so so let's begin this way i want to pick up on a conversation we had a couple of months ago mail in ballots um that's that was never a sure and ideal thing to begin with but now it's even there's some more um stuff to gum up work in terms of the post office in terms of some people you said on the call room Jackson this morning that some people have the millions of ballots out there that some people still haven't even returned.
1: There are, uh, as of Wednesday, there were 37 million absentee ballots that had not been returned. Now, clearly, over the last four days, hopefully, that number has gone down. But still, that's millions of people who have yet to turn in their absentee ballots. And that's a huge mistake, Mark, because at this point, if your absentee ballot is not uh, in the mail if it hasn't been mailed weeks ago then don't don't even consider mailing it i don't care what your state says about oh you got until x time after election day to mail it no don't pay that any attention to about postmark by you no know, uh, november 3rd no 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 we know that the trick of the opponents of democracy is that they want to block any and all ballots that aren't received by them. that means in the hands of election officials by November third. now I have always had issues with absentee ballots because as I said months ago and people got angry at me because I thought it was a very strange strategy given that there are more ways to spoil absentee and vote-by-mail ballots than there are to trip people up at the polls. And that I never you know, understood a strategy like this. Uh, I understand the COVID era. I understand that people want to be safe uh, voting from home. But the only way you can make absentee ballots work well is by massive public education. And all I have heard was, been being told to vote by mail, but the public education of how to do it correctly was not there. And that is what's tripping up voters. In North Carolina, 5% of all black ballots are being rejected because people didn't get the, just a fundamental education about just using correct ink. If your state says black or blue, black and blue ink, that's all you can use. But people have been using pink ink,
0: green ink,
1: all kinds of purple ink, all black kinds blue. of ink. Uh and people don't understand that the machines can't read it. People have been I mean Mark, they've been writing emojis on their ballots saying, Go Kamala," uh hate Trump, love <laughs> Trump, whatever and they don't understand that the scanner that as an error, a marking error. So it kicks that ballot out. It will not count. People didn't know these things. They didn't know that they could not put uh, other people's ballots in their envelopes. The husband and wives wanted to vote together. So they put their ballots together. Neither one of them get counted. Uh, You know, these are the problems that we are seeing out there. And then the exact match signature problem. We're having two problems with signatures. One is that people are forgetting to sign things. They don't sign the outside flap of the envelope, and why would they, Mark? That's one thing we teach people: don't sign. Give your signature away to the public. You don't just sign an envelope. You don't. Even, you print your name on your address if you're mailing something. You don't sign it. So the fact that people are forgetting to sign it, that they're confused, that they're thinking, well surely that means the elected officials will sign it when they receive it they don't understand that they have to sign it uh so that's been a huge problem another problem is that people when they're fans when they are signing their ballots they want to use their fancy signature mark but most people's signatures have what they've changed over the years Mm -hmm. so i registered whoa you know decades ago and my signature does not look the same. I'm lucky because I'm in a state that doesn't have exact signature match. But think about all the people who are in the states like you uh, know Georgia, North Carolina, or Florida, whatever, that have had these kind of exact signature match problems. So I just want people to know that you know heading into the future, we got to change a lot of these laws around absentee ballots, around vote by mail, to make it so that it doesn't entrap. Horrible.
2: Yeah, that, that's that's very important. So while Trump was running around saying that mail-in ballots create an opportunity for fraud, what you were really pointing out is how mail-in ballots present an opportunity for those who have not used them before and who are educated to have them thrown out.
1: Exactly. You know,
2: and, and that's more likely than the fraud.
1: That's correct. Because, I mean, uh, his I don't even know what he thinks the fraud is because these states are so strict yep. about absentee ballots. They just don't take any ballot and count it. They're going to check the registr- uh, their registration. Some of them are checking signatures. They're going to check addresses. They're going to check if the ballot is correctly filled out. I mean, I don't know where he thinks the fraud is going to come in. People are going to make up imaginary names. How are they going to do that and get it counted? It has to match the voter registration list. So the whole notion of fraud is really bizarre. The only fraud possible is that somebody somehow claims somebody else's ballot, but that's not what we've been hearing problems with, Uh, you know, uh, because that's too hard to do. You, You know, if you want to cheat, if you, uh, you really want to cheat massively, there's only two ways to cheat massively in an election. One is to hack <laughs> the machines, uh, that's your best option. The other option is that you're going to steal and discard lots of ballots or something like that. That's more common. But those don't, don't happen as much anymore now that we have such good electronic tracking systems. So his whole notion of fraud has been a fraud. Let's face it, when he put up together, I mean, think about it. He put together that integrity commission. They couldn't come up with five cases of fraud, Mark. They couldn't yeah. even come up with anything. They wasted all our millions of dollars and ended up, what did he have to do? He had to disband it. He had to disband his own commission because it couldn't do approve uh, any election fraud. Frankly, they're very rare that you hear of election fraud. And yep, and yep. guess what, Mark? All the cases I know of, almost every single case, except for probably a few, are done by Republicans. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. I
2: don't know right. what he was talking about. They're the ones really doing it. So crazy. you said there there are thirty seven million that haven't come back, right?
1: As a Wednesday. and so. my prayer, my prayer is that uh, more have come in since then. Uh, but still, that leaves millions out. It's horrific. This is a tragedy about to happen. You know, we predicted that if things weren't done right, that we had the potential of 25 million absentee ballots being discarded uh, and wasted. We had predicted that. I'm praying that that's not what happens. I'm praying that in these remaining four days, that we can do the work of getting people to get their ballots in uh, and that we can avoid that problem. So, I hope
3: every preacher
1: uh, tomorrow from the pulpit is saying this. I hope everybody listening is writing their friends saying, Do you still have that ballot? And if they're talking about, Well, I'm going to vote it, <laughs> you know, I'm going to vote it at some point. No, you're running out of time, people. It's time to do it now because you don't want to get caught up and this legal battle that I know is going to happen we're going to go to the supreme court uh, at the end of November 3rd they're going to say block every ballot that hasn't been received and that's going to be a legal challenge 28 states in this country out of 50 states 28 says precisely that, that you must have the ballot received by the election officials uh, by November by close or whatever their polling close is on November 3rd. If it's not in their hand, they don't care if you postmark it. They don't even care if you deliver it an hour late. They will not count it. So 28 states, there are 22 other states that allow you to postmark it, but those are the states that are going to be in trouble because Kavanaugh has already said and he doesn't understand why the majority rule, as he calls it, the 28-state rule, doesn't dominate for all the states. So we know where he's coming from. Alito has indicated something very similar, and so has Thomas. So we know where three votes are on the Supreme Court. Uh, say, uh, so why would we be irresponsible? Why would we elect- Started. Go ahead. T- take it to the Dropbox. Take it to the polling site. They gotta accept it, folks. Take it to the Board of Elections and turn it in now. We got to help each other this time. People need transportation to the polling sites. People need help. In some states, other people can help take their ballot in, that's not true in every state. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Wow in maryland i can tell you that you can do it that other people can help you and in some other states you can do it you just have sometimes you have a uh, file a, uh an assistance form but that's about it uh you know some states encourage you to collect those ballots
2: okay so now it, it isn't it true too that a percentage of those outstanding ballots are probably republicans too
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, oh my goodness. Uh, Mark, you saw, I don't know if you saw the episode last night, I was cracking up. Trump has been saying, don't count ballots that are received late. That's what he means, people. He means ballots that are received after November the 3rd. He's also saying, don't count, uh, don't allow for ballots to be counted. late. You know, don't include the count of ballots that are, See, that are counted. Places. Guess what? In Pennsylvania, there are seven counties that don't count until November the 4th by their own statutes. They don't count and they don't even start counting until November 4th, and all of seven are Republican. Ah. Seven. All seven <laughs> are
3: Republican <laughs>
1: counties. Every single one of them.
3: What? Eight
1: He's, he's cutting off his nose to spite his
3: face. But again, oh, I'm sorry. But it's, it's no, insane. He, yeah. He it. bright. He's a All seven bright.
1: Mark are, are Republican counts.
3: Wow.
2: Yeah, that's not too bright. No, not he's going to change on that.
1: That, that. You can just bet your bottle
3: dollars. He's going to change
2: that. But Barbara, he can't change on one state and not change. It. You can't go to Supreme Court, can you? And right. Sir, you got to stop but other states don't you can't do right.
1: that yeah he he is i mean he's he's what you call it he's painting himself into a corner mm. uh where that he can't get out of it. because frankly what he's trying to do is wrong and you gotta let the states administer their elections you mm. gotta you know do your best unless they're discriminating uh you should allow the states to do what they say is the best for their, their state. So if they're gonna receive ballots later, let we'll them. As long as they're postmarked. But you know, but that's a problem because they're gonna fight that. That's what they're gonna fight. I said all our poor voters out here, they're thinking this is te- like taxes. They're thinking, oh, you know, as long as I get it to the mailbox before midnight, I should be okay. But that's not true, folks. That this is voting. Voting is totally different. They don't care those twenty-eight states when it's postmarked. They couldn't care the least. If you don't have it in on time, it does not count. And because you don't know which one of those states you're in, don't take the risk. Get that ballot in today. Call everybody. Make sure they hear this message. Even if if your pastor doesn't raise it in church tomorrow, you stand up and testify about it. (laughs) And tell people to get those ballots in
2: so, yeah, th- this is going to be something. So let's move to another subject. But I want to hear from you what some of the other obstacles we can anticipate. I got a yes. call yesterday from Florida, white boys showing up at polling places with baseball bats. Um What else can we anticipate in, in terms of, of what's going to happen?
1: Well, we know that the Republican National Committee in December of 2019 announced that they were going to spend $20 million, which they have been spending, to stop the expansion of voting laws in the states. So they've been fighting everything. They don't want drop
3: boxes.
1: They don't want more than one drop box. They don't want any. Uh, But then if they have to be forced to take a drop box, they only want one. They've been fighting for all these exact signature matches. They've been fighting in Pennsylvania, and they won, actually, on this issue. And that was uh, Pennsylvania has the double envelope. I know people say, what double envelope? In some states, folks, they give you two envelopes. And you got to put your ballot in the first envelope, uh, your completed ballot. And then you have to seal it, sign it, and then you have to put it inside the return envelope. And so you have a double envelope so people look at that and say that looks stupid so what people do is they just fill out the ballot and they turn it in in the return envelope it all waste that second envelope well that's called the secrecy envelope and they, Republicans fought and they won in the Pennsylvania that if you don't use both envelopes that your vote can't be counted so that's happening to thousands of voters as so, so that's you know, one thing, but we also know that they said that in addition to spending $20 million on those kinds of fights against voters' rights, that they were going to also hire 50,000, 50,000 challengers to go to polling places. And let's be so clear, Mark, they're not talking about black and brown polling places. I mean, that's all they're talking about, I should say. They're not talking about white polling places, they're talking about black. Ground pulling places where they're gonna send people to challenge our voters, to intimidate our voters, to try to scare our voters, to try to make it so messy that people say, I'm just leaving. I don't want to put up with this mess. So what we gotta say to people are the following You have a right under federal law to vote without being intimidated. Voter intimidation is a crime. You hear me? Mm-hmm. A crime. It's not legal. Nobody can stand up and tell you you can't vote. uh, No private person can come up to you and say, uh, I want to see your ID. They're not entitled to it. Nobody can say, I'm going to challenge you, and you've never even met that person before. They don't know who you are. I mean, you have rights. And if people are trying to scare you, a guy in Alabama, check this out, everybody. He went to the polling site two days ago. And took a dog, unleashed, a snarling, angry dog, and walked up and down the black line, a white guy, the black line, up and down, his dog running up in people's faces and snarling and making noise and threatening folks. Uh, You know, that's how desperate they are. They want to do anything to intimidate voters. And the police said they couldn't do anything about that. That was stupid. On the police part. Uh, and we don't want a lot of police at polls. So that's why right. you know, I was mentioning earlier, Mark, that we have created the clergy to the polls program.
3: Right. So right. That
1: ministers, ministers. We know that many of you are not having active church service. We understand that you're not meeting because you shouldn't be because it's not safe to help you know, people in these crowded spaces as we keep seeing from all these COVID uh, tra- uh, truck rallies. Uh, but what we do know is that you are online, you're ministering to your people, you're calling, you're taking care of your parishioners, but also you can put on your guard, put on all your vestments, your robes, and go to the polls and be there for voters because voters need to be calm. Voters, when they've been standing on the line, Mark, have you seen what they look like after two and three hours?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: my God, they're so depressed sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're so weary and they need a word. They need somebody to pray with them, somebody can laugh with them, somebody can sing with them. You have a role, ministers. You have a role, clergy. You have a role, rabbis, you have a role, imams. bonds. Nobody is exempt from this. So we want you to go to clergy to the polls.com and sign up so that you can adopt a polling place. Be there. Go there if there's trouble try to de-escalate. but guess what we found out, Mark, is that sometimes just having ministers there, the nutcases, don't want to be in, around ministers, so they leave to go and look right. for some other some to other problem. Right. So we need ministers there uh, so that we can calm down situations, tamp down
3: situations,
1: avoid conflict, because we should be able to vote in peace. I was so happy, Mark, when I went to my polling place. Uh, they were dancing, playing music, clapping for each other. They yeah. were happy. Everybody was doing it. That's the way voting should be. It, it yeah. should not be depressing. It should not be threatening. But it is a crime to intimidate
3: voters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and
2: that's true what you're saying, too, about the police. We don't want police officers at the polls that's going to intimidate people. We know they're going to. We know that there are going to be very, very long lines on Tuesday. Um, We know that some of you will be taking your absentee ballots. Now, when I went this week, we had our absentee ballot. My son and I, my son voted for the first time uh, in his life. Amen. And so there was a secondary line for those who were bringing their ballots back. And I'm saying that to encourage people, if you've already got your ballot, you may not have to stand in as long as a line. That's not a it problem. Oh. It, it's right.
1: Oh, Mark, you're making a big point here. Okay. Is that in almost every state that I've talked, I've been at, I've been to several polling places in different states, they always have a separate line. Most of them do. Yeah. We're at the polling site. And it means that you get expedited. You do not stand in line. You just come, they got a separate line. In some places, they have separate entrances. For people turning in their ballots so you can just take it in they mark whatever they mark on those you know polling booth uh you know some of them don't even do that they just collect your ballots and they take them so you know so that's the good news you do not have to stand online if you have those ballots so that's an advantage folks uh but i know mark that some people are like i don't trust none of that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you you've gotta be kidding me. You think I'm gonna put some ballot, get some ballot to somebody? No, I wanna vote. I wanna vote out of my paper ballot uh, that's given to me that I know I can scan through the machine that minute and see my vote tabulated, or I want to go to the machine where I can see it tabulated. So we know you feel that way. So here's what you do if you got a ballot, you received it already take that ballot with you you will have to you know when you get up to the line you're going to have to tell them that you want them to cancel that ballot to spoil it to invalidate it so that you can vote in person and usually they'll do that real fast also uh so i i just want people and they should when you say that they should give you a regular ballot because you turn in the other uh mail-in ballot and they know that you turned it in so you should be able to get a regular ballot and people have been getting regular ballots now some states are confused some poll workers are confused and they're going to want to try to give you a provisional ballot insist on a regular ballot if you're in that situation now, if you show up if you say i can't find it and i know a whole lot of people told me when they decide they're going to vote in person they put it in the trash please don't do that people keep that ballot bring mm-hmm. it in but if you're one of those people who had the unfortunate decision to discard or you can't find your uh, vote-by-mail ballot, you still can go and vote in person by saying, I can't find it, I want to dispoil it. They might force you to do a provisional ballot, but that's better than not voting. So please, people, please, please, uh, there are answers. I've been tracking it around the country. There's a great article out today showing all the people who have been in these situations and how they all have been able to vote. That's the good news. And so go to the polls and vote. Don't take your time. Please don't even look at a mailbox right like now. Don't look at nobody's mailbox. Don't be talking about, I'm going to wait until Monday until my ballot gets here. Hey, ain't coming if you don't have it by now. And don't be talking about, I'm going to wait until Tuesday until my ballot gets here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to go to the polls and vote. Don't be wasting your time. Don't be taking the risk with your sacred right to vote as John Lewis called.
2: Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. Wow, this is heavy. Barbara Arnwine with us. Now, before we go, I want people to have some information. And folks, yes. your 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 preachers, your pastors, clergy to the polls.com, right?
1: Right. Clergy to the polls dot com.
2: And let me Here's tell y'all something. There. Preachers listen to their congregants. Yes. If some of y'all watching this call, pastor, and say, "Hey, you need to go to clergysupposed.com. we are going to do it because you you said so." Number one. Number two. If you have any questions leading up to Tuesday about your mail-in ballot, if you go to vote Tuesday and there are problems, the number to call is eight six six our vote. Correct.
1: That's correct. Eight six six eight. That is six six. You heard me. Six eight seven eight six eight three. 8683 That's 866-687-8683. Eight, six, 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 eight, 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 now, what we want people to know is that people like me are answering that phone. I've been able to help voters. I've had voters call me, Mark, and say they're telling me I can't vote, uh, that I gotta vote provisionally or not at all, because they say they can't find me on the voter registration rolls. And I said, sir, tell me your name. And they found their name, and I said, okay, uh, take your phone over to the poll worker I said, hi, uh, Ms. Sue, whatever. Uh, can you look on page 44 uh, on your supplemental list? That's correct. And look at the 10th name. That's him. And they'll go, oh, I didn't think to look there. And, uh, and that voter's been able to vote. I've been able to get calls. Where people have said, uh, I've been told I can't vote in my state because they say I'm an ex-felon and I know I registered. Did I do something wrong? Is it true I can't vote? And I said, of course, you can vote, you know, when they tell me what state they're in. And I look up their laws and I know that in their states they don't have a requirement. There are 21 such states in the country uh, that have no uh, 29 states in the country that have no requirements uh, and uh, conditions for people who want to vote. Uh, if they were formerly incarcerated, it, it's kind of confusing that people think that all these folks do. Uh, so what I, um, because there are states that do. right? Uh, so what I say to people is that that's when you want to call that number. And so I was able to get those people to vote. And you said the whole family cheering. Right. Uh, you know, these are the things we do on the hotline. Sometimes people are just really confused because these states are horrible at telling you where to go to vote. They just want to know. Where should I vote? And remember, people, in Ohio and in a lot of other states, they have what are called correct precinct laws. And on right now you're early voting, they don't care about precincts so much in, when you're early voting. But on Tuesday, everything changes. Uh, all you're gonna have to be at your correct precinct. That's a that's a disadvantage of not voting early. Because now they're gonna force you in most states into your correct precinct. And if you're not at the correct precinct, there's one thing they don't tell you. And that is that in many of these states, like uh, many of these states, they will not count your ballot. They will give you a provisional ballot. They will give you an I voted sticker, but they will never count that ballot if you're in the wrong precinct. So be careful about where you vote if you wait until November 3rd. Please don't wait. Just take advantage of the early voting if you can. It's ending in several states today. Saturday uh but also, however, for uh, uh, a couple dozen of states, they will be voting tomorrow and they'll be voting on monday early uh but make sure no matter what you do that you call that hotline because they'll tell you where your, voting site, is.
3: your All right.
2: voting site is right, folks, so we again, we just want to remind you what you need to do uh and we uh want to encourage you uh to. Uh, be sure uh to to call that number eight six six our vote in case you have uh, any problems whatsoever. Um any questions you may have, you can call today. If people need to then call today, right? It's twenty four.
1: That's correct. It's twenty four is all is up right now. It'll be up tomorrow. It'll be up Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If you wanna hear if you had a bad experience and there were problems at the polling sites. The other thing we want to tell them, Mark, is that if you're voting in person on uh, November 3rd or anywhere, at the end of the polling hours, if you're in line, you have the right to vote. Don't let them try to close that polling site. They will do yes. it. I've had to fight with uh, too many uh, uh, poll workers and election judges because they want to get out of there. They're tired. Uh, but they don't understand the you legal by law, you have the right to vote uh, if you were in line at the time that the polling site technically closed. Uh, so you have that right, even if it means, as it did in Georgia during the primary, that some people didn't vote until 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have that right until everybody who's in line has voted that polling site cannot close.
2: We know they're probably going to go to court on that. Because they're even when they close, the, the courtesy has been in many places, right? That if the line is still, people are still in line, even past eight o'clock, they'll let those in line vote. We know they're going That's to go to court over that. They're going to go to court over that. Well,
1: they, they can't, they can't win because there's something called the National Voter Registration Act that gives people that right. They
3: can't win
1: okay. that. Okay. One. okay. But because remember, uh, you know, in Louisville during the primary, they tried to close early. And they had hundreds of people in line. And not only that, there was no parking. So a lot of people couldn't park their cars and get in line. And the judge ordered that hole to definitely be uh, kept open. And that's that video that many people have seen of the hundreds of people just running into the pool site. That's what happened. So that's why lawyers like me are going to be on the lookout. I'm part of the National Bar Association and the Transformative Justice Coalition. We have a joint election protection uh, project with the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law, uh, and we are deploying thousands of lawyers around the country, and we're not just there to give advice, we're there to litigate if we have to. So remember, people, folks like me are on the other side of that line.
2: Yeah, uh, uh folks, and we're uh thankful uh for everything that Barbara is doing. you to the polls dot com eight six six hour vote. You can answer the phone
3: yourself sometimes, don't you? I do. I okay. do and
1: I've been helping people to vote. Uh you know, we talked about that problem that came up in um uh, in Chicago, uh where this young man with the vote uh, in one of the you know uh, uh, one of the districts at uh, polling sites, and he had on a Biden mask now, of course, you can't wear pur uh, paraphernalia in some states it's illegal, you cannot wear it into the polling place. He didn't know that uh because they signed him in and gave him a ballot, and then somebody complained, and he got upset, and they put him out of the polling place, and he's called. Rainbow push and said I'm never, I never I couldn't vote and I'm never going to be able to go back because they're going to lock me up because I'm a former felon and I don't want to end up in jail and it's just unfair, and it's wrong and I, I you know I hate that I won't be able to vote this year and I and when I heard that problem I say, well listen, you tell him not to give up and you have one of the clergy from Rainbow Push go with him to the polling site or have a lawyer go with him. And have them vote with him. Give him that confidence that he's going to be okay. And he and they did. They had Bishop Grant went with him, and he was able to vote just like I did. You know yeah. that's why we sit on the other
3: side of those hotlines.
2: Yeah, yeah. Eight six six. I vote. Before we go, comment from someone on Facebook. This is really sweet. Listen, to this Barbara person writes. I can't think of a better sign. Than to see a smile on Barbara's face. One of our nation's leading experts feels good about what's up. I am loving it. Preach it, Barbara. We need all of the ballots in and counted, not just in. So I that's a sweet message. Barbara, did we lose? We can't see you anymore. We I don't lost. know why.
1: I, I can't figure out what just happened. Uh, yeah. Somebody tried to call me.
2: And oh, I was yeah.
1: trying the
2: call. Yeah unfortunately that's what happens on on when we are on these phones but look we appreciate you
1: thank you uh,
2: and and um all the hard work you do. folks this has been a lesson and a primer um um she has preached the word taught class and her <laughs> court. amen and you know i i can tell some folks were listening like wait a minute i never heard this before and see let me tell y'all something else too don't be selfish with the knowledge Barbara's giving you. When we finish, get on the phone. Call your folks all over the country. Fam, and say, hey, ain't nothing else to talk about right now. Ain't right. nothing else going on. Don't call and ask for no recipe to score the game. For the next three days, We let me tell you something. After Tuesday, we can go back to talking whatever trash we want to talk to each other. But the only conversation family and friends need to be having, did you vote? Did you get your ballot in? That's the only conversation. Don't be asking about how you know barbecue and everybody else doing, what you doing today. <laughs> Don't matter, okay? Uh, uh, if if you celebrating Halloween, you should dress up like a ballot or a ballot <laughs> box. Everything should be focused. It's just three days. We can't do that for three days. Listen, right. Barbara, they boy them women boycotted the buses in Montgomery and walked to work for a year. Yes. So I know yes. some of us can focus on one subject for three days and not get oh, about the other foolishness. Don't be talking about Ice Cube no more. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Exactly. Let it go. Don't even waste exactly. your time with, with that foolishness. Focus, 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 focus. We didn't ask them. we not ask you to go hurt yourself. We're not even asking you to march. The only thing we want you to do is march to the polls. Right. Pray with your feet.
1: And, okay. and Mark,
2: think
3: yes.
1: about this. You know, you don't have to be a lawyer like me to help voters. Right. Uh, you can just call them and make sure that they know that it's time to vote, that they need to vote now. Don't hold on to right. that ballot any longer. Get it in right this minute. Go That's vote right. in person. Uh, you can also remember the most powerful woman in the United States during the Alabama special senatorial race was a black woman who said she had never spent one day in a college she said, I don't have a lot of money. She said, I don't have a you know, job. But she said, I have a car and I have gas." money. She took a 100 people to the place. Yeah, yeah. That's right.
2: And it's the everyday people like that. Y'all see this picture behind Barbara and me, John Lewis right. on that bridge. Now, right. them are them everyday people, most of yes. whom will never be known. That's and just right. like the woman Barbara described, that's what this is about for you. It's not about folks who have their names and likes. It's about people who are known by fewer people than even know me and Barbara. That's Definitely. why Barbara is fighting for you, all right? So please, ma'am, please, sir, get on the phone. And if you have a candidate you support, okay, uh, get on the website. They'll give you a sheet of phone numbers to call. That's one thing you can do if you can't afford to send $5. If you got $5, though, this is me talking, this ain't Barbie talking because she's 5133, <laughs> you know, send that $5 to Mike Espy or somebody, you know, so we can get a senator from a state that hadn't had a black senator since Reconstruction. There's still something for you to do in the next three days. Yes. Then sit around on our rusty dusties and, and gossip and talk about
3: sports. Okay. Well, well and,
1: say one word to your friends. We are unstoppable. Mm. Have that in your head. Unstoppable. Ooh. That's who we are in this moment. Nothing's gonna stop us. And nothing's nothing gonna turn us around. We're going right back where our ancestors brought us. And we're saying we are unstoppable in
3: this Yes. That's
2: right. That's right. Ain't gonna let nobody turn, turn me around. around. Amen. Amen. Barbara I'm William. we love you. Y'all <laughs> feel this energy. Barbara. Barbara needs to, to, we need an app with Barbara's voice on. You know how they you know how need apps to calm you down, meditate. We need another app to motivate us. You need some motivation. It needs to be in Barbara's voice. That's an idea. And after this is over, we might need to figure that out, Barbara. Put you. Get us a Barbara Arnwine app.
3: <laughs> well,
2: thank
1: you, Mark, for just being remarkable. I am so glad you're everywhere. I've seen you on that pedestal bridge. You know that. Yes, ma'am. Uh, over and over. And I've seen you in the midst of so many conflicts of bringing order and knowledge and light. We
3: need you. Thank you, my brother.
2: And, and we need you too, Barbara. You and I have been doing this together for a long time. You are a stalwart. We love you. And we are thankful, so thankful, for all you do, your, your commitment. You're, in the words of Frederick Douglass, your eternal vigilance. And it is so such a blessing to us all. Folks, 866 our vote. All right. We're going to stop talking. Get on the phone with your loved one. Call them. Get them moving. We're thankful to Barbara Arnway. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe. And wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.